It's time to check in with Rick Forchunk, as we do every Sunday morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, what I've heard about skyscrapers so far is that it's missing one important thing, that being a plot. Yeah, I would agree with that, Jill. It's, <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah. Uh, because I really want to love this movie uh, for a variety of reasons. You mentioned earlier that uh, when Dwayne Johnson was in Vancouver making this film, he was accessible to media. He visited children in hospitals. He did all the right things, and he's a terrific man by all accounts. So I wanted this to be just a great movie, but it really struggled at the box office on uh, Friday night and yesterday, uh, getting beaten well by Hotel Transylvania. Uh, so here's the story. Uh, we have uh, uh, Dwayne uh, Johnson and Canadian actress Nev Campbell from Party of Five, a loving husband and wife here, as Johnson's character, Will Sawyer, former Special Forces, former FBI, former kidnap extractor, has now landed a gig as a security expert testing the safety of the Pearl in Hong Kong, which is the world's tallest building. It's about to open. Uh, Campbell's character, Sarah Sawyer, is no slouch either. Uh, She was a combat surgeon in the U.S. Army with three tours in Afghanistan, to her credit. They are parents of two children, and one of the perks of his new job is to have the family take up residence on one of the upper floors of the -the soon-to-be-completed state-of-the-art building. But Will is a patsy. There is skullduggery afoot, with a terrorist faction wanting to destroy the building for its own reasons, framing Will for the big security breach. His family is in the building. They were not supposed to be there. They're supposed to be at the zoo, but they were back in the building when the big disaster occurs. Well, that's the story so far. Uh, This one plays out entirely like a 1970s disaster movie, like Towering Inferno or Airport or The Poseidon Adventure. I like Dwayne Johnson. I like much of what he does. So I found the film watchable for that reason. But there's hardly a line of dialogue and hardly an action set piece that we haven't seen a dozen times before. Lines such as, will it work? Well, trust me, uh, who does daddy love? All create a been-there-done-that feeling as the amazing adventures play out. Will climbs a construction crane with no training whatsoever. He manages to maneuver it expertly to, to allow him to run its length and jump towards the burning building. Climbing hand-over-hand, going over broken glass, Bruce Willis-style from Die Hard, and performing amazing physical feats, Will gets back into the building where he sets out to save his family, to get to the bottom of the plot to destroy the edifice, and to have several expository scenes where it's explained to him exactly what's happening so that the audience knows what's going on. Uh, This, Jill, is just a cheesy movie, but it's one that I found just enough fun to stay engaged, largely because of The Rock. The box office response, as I said, is soft for this one. I found it a moderately entertaining film. It's shot largely in Vancouver, but all of it looks so much like Hong Kong because of CGI, computer-generated imagery, that other than a couple of scenes under SkyTrain rails, I really didn't recognize the place. Uh, The rating is 14A, that skyscraper. It's kind of fun, but they could have done better, Joe. <laughs> All right. And you mentioned uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. Uh, it's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, this one will be big, big, big at the box office for not only this weekend, but probably weekends to come. It's from Sony Pictures Animation. It's the third in the series of animated films that began in 2013 with the movie in which Count Dracula was found running a hotel for monsters. No humans allowed. His daughter, Mavis, was a key player there, and she is key to this movie, where she wants her widowed dad to get a break from the nightly grind of looking after other creatures, from the Invisible Man to Frankenstein's monster to the blob and the mummy. 
Uh, this time, it's a cruise ship, and Mavis surprises Daddy, Brack, with a big vacation afloat, along with all the usual characters who haunted his hotel. There's a big difference. The captain of the giant floating hotel is Erica. What Drack doesn't know is that her last name is Van Helsing, and that her great-grandfather is Dad's most mortal enemy. Drack falls for Erica, which is her plan, as she works with her aged great-grandpa to bring about the destruction of what is a long-standing feud. But hey, this is a cartoon targeted at children, so we learn that Drack is actually a kind, gentle soul who just wants people and monsters to get along. The dialogue is frenetic, with voices by Andy Samberg, Adam Sandler, and Selena Gomez, among others, and the action is equally nonstop. Kids will enjoy some of the scatological humor. I don't know why flatulence is so funny for kids, but there you have it. And adults will get some of the references to pop culture issues that will be well over their heads for the small fry. Dare I spoil this to say that all ends well? Well, it's true. No cartoon monsters were hurt in the making of this movie. And it's one that parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles can enjoy with their little charges with no fear of embarrassment, except for the occasional rude noise. Uh, the rating is PG, Jill. That's Hotel Transylvania 3. All right. Sounds like a fun one. Uh, what's happening over on Netflix? Well, I'll tell you about a couple here. Uh, the Vault, this is from 2017, from last year. It's a very pedestrian horror movie that has some interesting actors that signed on. And it's too bad that the execution of the film was not as good as the cast. Now, the premise here is that of a bank heist, with a group of crooks taking over a bank at closing time after setting a fire in a warehouse nearby as a distraction. They take over inside the bank, they terrorize the employees, covering the employees' heads with bags, threatening to shoot anyone who steps out of line. When just $70,000 is found in the vault, the bad guys don't believe it, and they're not happy. They feel that there has to be more money somewhere. Well, a man identifying himself as the assistant manager, played by James Franco, says he will help, as long as the crooks promise not to hurt anyone. He tells them the really big money, $6 million, is in an old vault in the basement. What he doesn't tell them is that the basement is haunted. Now, the story itself, although predictable, is entertaining. The problem is that much of the real action takes place in the basement in the dark, and we really can't see what's going on. Francesca Eastwood, who is Clint's daughter, Karianka Kilcher from Pocahontas, and Clifton Collins Jr. from Westworld also star in this one. The rating is 14A, and it's not a bad movie, except that you can't see much of what's going on in the vault. <laughs> a little, a small glitch. There you have it. Uh, also a movie from 2015. Yes, yeah, Sicario. Now, this uh, sequel is in theaters right now, so if you haven't seen the sequel and don't remember the first one, it's really worth a look. Uh, Emily Blunt is just sensational here as a tough, gritty FBI agent named Kate Macer working a drug operation on the U.S.-Mexico border that reveals an ugly underbelly to the cartels, which we already thought were as brutal and bloodthirsty a lot as ever saw the light of day. But Sicario shows that we ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, the title is Italian cartel, or sorry, uh, uh, cartel slang, Spanish for hitman, and there are a lot of them on both sides of this gripping tale that takes us into a world before unseen. Uh, Josh Brolin is Matt Graver. He's the more senior agent. Uh, some terrific tension here. Director is Quebec's Denis Villeneuve from Incendies, who does a masterful job. The rating's 14A here, Jill. It's an R rating for Sicario in the States. It is bloody and brutal, but it's a really good film. All right, and uh, Amazon Prime. 
Amazon Prime has a movie. I'm laughing because this is a laughable movie. Not supposed to be. It's called Battalion. It is a current movie, 2018. Uh, But here's a hint for these folks. If you're going to produce a sci-fi movie about an alien invasion that the U.S. Marines take on face-to-face, might be a good idea to get some Americans to play the Marines instead of a group of Aussies who spend more energy struggling to put on American accents than they do fighting the baddies, who look like they were created by a little kid with a box of crayons and a scanner. So this is a warning, not a recommendation. The premise is just fine, but the film, shot entirely in Australia, pretending to be such places as Los Angeles and New York, just doesn't work on any level. So if you value your time, you might not want to get caught up in this alleged action thriller, hoping that it's going to get better as it plays out. It does not, Joe. The rating is 14A. That's Battalion. All right. And uh, to tell the truth is what we're looking at on television. Yeah, on television. Uh, this series originated in 1956. It was hosted back then by Bud Collier. He played Superman in the late 1940s on both radio and uh, television and movies. And now the host is Anthony Anderson. He welcomes celebrity panelists, including Cal Penn, Candace Cameron Bure, and Oliver Hudson. Now, the premise is the same. Three people claim to be the same individual, and panelists have to figure out which one is lying. That's tonight on ABC, Joe. All right. Lots out there for people to choose from. Uh, On that note, we will say uh, goodbye and talk to you next weekend. You bet. Thanks, Joe.